Welcome back and happy Friday, Perspective Watchers. I am Olivia. I know you guys are used to Zach being here, but we support black men in self-care. Um, I've been past the honor of being your host for today. Um, we're going to get into the topic of dating requirements. I got a couple of guests here with me, and I'm going to start it off on the right and let them introduce themselves and plug the information. Uh, hello, this is Zora from uh, obviously Chicago, but I'm just here as one of the guests uh, speakers for today. Thank you for having me. Hey, my name is Elliot. Um, coming from Bronzeville. Um, my Instagram is El Harrington zero six. Hi, this is Marvana. Um, I'm happy to be back again. I feel special. I'm looking forward to uh, topping it up. I'm I'm hailing from Woodlawn in High Park, and um, you can um, check out my comedy, my inspiration, and my Black Girl Magic on. Um, Twitter at um I think just Queen Vanna and Instagram Dramatic Empowerment. Mm -hmm. I got nothing to plug. This is Jeremy from Chicago. This is Reggie, Chicago. All right, everybody from Chicago. Don't say South or West Side. Well, we all in this <laughs> together. Okay. <laughs> so our previous shows have highlighted how complicated dating has been. And during the fourth quarter of Apocalypse 2020, with winter approaching, now more than ever, stability and consistency have come into question. <laughs> I mean, honestly. So uh, I did a little research, and according to dating.com, online dating is expected to increase by 30%. So the question that I wanted to bring to the table is, what do you bring to the table? Although I know that tends to bring up like feelings of pompousness and arrogance, it's a serious question, and we got to look at it objectively. So I'm going to bring it around the table and ask the question. If you um, wanted to look at dating requirements, you got to start with your expectations. So in the first two months of dating, what's expected? Like, what do you expect to happen in the first two months of dating someone? Come on, give it to me. Basically, for me, just be honest about who you are. Honestly. Because the question it for me is, and I assume for everybody else is, can I deal with you? And in order to know that, you have to have presented who you are. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, we may discover some things that are just, shall we say, untenable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Almost like being a representative before you meet the real person. Yeah, basically, yeah. from my standpoint, present all the things that, at least in your mind, might be a deal breaker mm -hmm. so that that can be hashed out. You know, because we tend to hide what might be a problem, but those are the things that, if they're present for you as an ongoing thing, need to be shared so they can be determined whether or not they can deal or not deal. Mm -hmm. Anything more tangible, like expected to be on three or four dates by the second month? Anything else? I, yeah, but in, in two months, I expect like at least three dates. Uh, mm -hmm. I expect some type of communication regularly. Communication. Regular like, communication. Uh, Twelve text messages over the course of a week. Like, no, that's that's no. That's you got to show that you want the person, and also you got to reciprocate that back to the person that you're dating. Like, so at least three dates, but also clear signs of interest being shown. Ooh, that's a good mm -hmm. one. I hear a lot of black men speak about certain women not being expressive enough about how they like them because in our book we're so used to the cat and mouse game. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, well, if I'm, I'm the nurse, right, if you're the cat, then I have to let you know that, like, if I, they I'm don't here. care, it's time to move on. Basically. Or not show that they care. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if they don't show that they care, how are you going to know? Well, I think what's really messing it up is we, in the era now where everything is text message, everything is go, go, go. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people aren't really tapping into actually knowing how to really express themselves mm -hmm. outside of being literally on their phone texting and just sending stuff oh I, oh I text you oh you ain't get it oh well, here I'll send it again like no one's really actually having a tangible conversation and that's so weird for us because we grew up with mm -hmm. the half and the half we grew up with mama being able to pick the phone up downstairs mm -hmm. so for us to be so stuck to our phones now. it's insane mm -hmm. How much like you'll walk around your house holding it, doing small tasks mm -hmm. because you like oh I'm gonna get a text or I'm listening to music or something. It is. Mm -hmm. I feel like at this point, it really, really is. I, oh, no, I agree. I, I agree with what you said. Um, within two months, if the person is going to, like, 
demonstrate that they're like genuinely they want to like give you a try. I feel that I feel that by the end of the two months, you should feel like you shouldn't feel like it's a brand new like like I'm just like I really haven't been around a person, mm-hmm. or else that you should just move on. So definitely, I would say a minimum of three times, maybe even more, depending on how you guys like make time in a two for month time frame. You're right in a, in a range of things. I think that you could have. You definitely could have had dinner, like, or walk, or whatever the weather is. I, uh, more than at least a, at least two to three phone conversations a week, too. Just some type of grounded, real type of interaction, mm-hmm. um, like where you actually have to pause and like, this is time I've carved out for us, and not like, not like a series of like short experiences that make you just feel like a little familiar enough to just like reach out to them, but. You should be able to assess, is this, like, worth something? And, and both people should definitely be a part of it. I think it should be a balance of, um, it should be more, like, in-person or calls or video chat if people are doing that still, versus just, like, superficial conversations or texts that don't really mm-hmm. allow you to, like, feel like you know them. Because I feel mm-hmm. that it's easy, um... For some people to, to like, when you set, like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. Sometimes if you don't tell the person, they they might have initiated or said, like, oh, what you doing? Or let's do this. Or one, one time. And they think that, like, mm-hmm. the work has been done. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, that's yeah, because I know women get that uh, good morning text, which is supposed to be like, I put in work for you today. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> don't effort. play me. Read a headline and tell me something new, yeah. please. Okay, so this entire topic kind of started off of a conversation I had with a friend when she told me a story where she was dating a guy, or at least, you know, in the mix of actually getting to that part of dating. Conversations going great. They're talking about everything. They relate very well. However, he drops the bomb on her that he doesn't have a car. He doesn't have a place. He doesn't have a job. So her question was, are you even prepared to date? And I, and that's what made me think about the question, what do you bring to the table? Because there has to be a set standard just based off of some of the stuff that you outlined in terms of expectations. You don't want to drive the whole time. <laughs> and you didn't get into a relationship or start dating so that you could sit in your own house, did you? <laughs> okay. And this is where it gets real, guys. Come on, Reggie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people will say at this point, it depends. And I'm with it, it depends to a point. So, how long have they been unemployed? without a vehicle. What is the story to this degree? Is there a change coming? And how long can you stand to wait for that change? Because quite frankly, most of us have a time limit on it, even though we don't say it, uh, before uh, it's been too long and it's time to go. True. I honestly think no one should even jump into something like that without being at least prepared enough to encounter a relationship though. like. It just seems like it would be more work on the person who's just coming into the picture. Mm-hmm. So I would think that person would at least have respect enough to be like, you know what, right now, this is my situation. I don't want to rush into nothing, but I just, just want to tell you up front. And they can make that decision themselves. I, I, I'm with you, except for one problem. Mm-hmm. When a person's having a nightmare, quite mm-hmm. frankly, they tend to actually need friends. Mm-hmm. Because it makes the nightmare more bearable while they do whatever it is they have to do to get their life back together. Mm-hmm. So, you so they may not friend? be relationship material. Exactly. But they may be a friendable material until they get their, their stuff together. And they leave it at that mm-hmm. until they get their stuff together. If time allows for that because, yeah, by that time, yeah, you may have found somebody else and it's all over anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... That's true. I mean, can you? I'm sorry to interrupt, no, but can, can you date someone that you are putting in that friend zone? Oh, they wouldn't be a date. Basically, if they're not up to par, they're already not in the date zone. I mean, they're not dateable. So the friend zone is like a jail. No, the jail really can't get out of it. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) From from my speaking as a guy, if I say friend, you know, I I, I allow for alternative. Mm. But I know y'all, when y'all say friend, it usually means girl. Exactly. <laughs> On the women's side, it's a lock. <laughs> y'all can't see past that. 
Oh no, that's a plan. I said, oops, yeah, no, that is. This is plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna get none, it's all over. You know it's real yeah. when I call you bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's super real when I call you bro. Like, okay. Yeah, no, we, we don't have that. It's we locked in the front. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was able to break down some of those like necessities, like the standard for um, dating into five categories, six, if y'all really want to talk about it. I'm okay. going to say there are dating. Ooh, housing is definitely number one. <laughs> okay. It's a necessity. And the reason why I say it's a necessity is because it reduces the concern about that person, but also prevents them from that potential moment of asking you, can they come kick it at your house? <laughs> This is why I call it a standard that you got a place to stay. Because we shouldn't be putting people or anybody in that type of situation to care. After a while, I start to get a little manipulative. I've heard several stories like that before. Um, I know my brother always tells me this term, and it makes me laugh, a hobosexual. <laughs> Baby, I must have fell out when he told me that one. I was like, excuse me? He's like, couch surfing. <laughs> Couch surfing. Uh, you know, I, know, I knew people like that. Not like, like, oh, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Just couch surfing them, okay? Oh, uh, good <laughs> the oh, second one is sense. conversation. I think we all kind of highlighted that one. Like, that's very important because we've all met some people before where we relate to them, but the conversation just seems to be a little off for some reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And you're trying, but it just oh, don't work. That energy, because yeah, energy is very, very important oh, when it comes oh, to conversation. Absolutely. Oh, that, that is important. I, um, one time, a, a good friend of mine at the time, we were like, we're good friends. And then, like, he was like, you would be an ideal woman for me. Well, one time we were having dinner, mm -hmm. and I kid you not, he told me that it made him uncomfortable to talk. And I was just like, what, me? And he was like, yeah, I'm not really, like, a conversation person. Like, I have, like, he had some issues with, like, just socializing. And, but, I mean, we could talk on the phone. He wasn't much of a phone person, but he would talk to me. But just, like, feeling that I couldn't have, like, an intimate or just, like, a social dinner with him, mm -hmm. that he felt like he had some issues with, that That was a big turnoff for me. And, like, I knew that I couldn't force him to build his communication skills, but... How can you how can you say that you you like me on that level and you like attracted to me but like it's uncomfortable for us to like sit down and eat some delicious like vegan food but like it was just like really uncomfortable for him so I was like I hear you but are you really ready for like a woman yeah. that yeah has communication skills and maybe you know you just used to like not having to do that but mm -hmm. that that's going to be an issue. Yeah, I mean, not to diagnose them, yeah. it sounds a lot like social anxiety. And a lot mm -hmm. of people like actually deal with that on a daily basis where like I'll be the first one to say it was hard for me to go out by myself because I just didn't feel comfortable talking to a bunch of people I don't know. I'm mm -hmm. a tourist, so I like to stay to myself and mind mm -hmm. my business. Mm -hmm. Shut up. <laughs> okay, the fourth one was relatability. That's something that also plays a role in conversation, but, you know, being able to actually talk about them. I mean, talk to them about different things and have hobbies, you know, share common ground and interests. And the last one is, well, technically the last one is income, unless y'all want to get into the sixth one. Um, and by income, I mean dispensable cash, as in, like, you're not spending your rent money on our next date. <laughs> Don't do that for me, okay? I don't know you that well. I need you to go back to your car. I need you to go back to it without a boot on it. And I don't want you I don't want you to spend that money on me. I want you to have your own money off to the side. And I feel like that's definitely a standard because we've all seen someone or may have had an experience about unequally yoked relationships. And that's something that's very important to talk about because it's hard and it puts a lot of weight on the next person. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Mm -hmm. You said... You said housing, communication, relatability, and income. Mm -hmm. um, before you reveal the sixth category, is um, can we say that relatability and, and, and compatibility are like the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and what about... I think I wouldn't dare put them the same. Okay. Because there's some things that you can relate to, but you can't stand their stance on it. Okay. Mm. Um, is ever like... Because I'm thinking of like resumes. Um, would... Would life experience and education ever be a category? Because I know sometimes 
that that feeds into the relatability mm-hmm. because right. when you have an imbalance of age or you have an imbalance of education or you have picking it all creates mm-hmm. a, a disconnect with regard to ability to engage that person because okay. yeah, there, right. there'll be a deficit with regard to what they understand that you're delivering or vice versa i agree mm-hmm. yeah i just want to say Okay, and the sixth one is sex. Mm. We'll just throw that out there. <laughs> Can we not act like that's a standard? Because it really is a standard. Some people do want sex, and I know a lot more than other people who really want to get into that. But it is what it is. So out of those six, not everybody can provide all of those six. Mm-hmm. So you, but but he, and see, that's the thing. So that's why I said transportation, to be specific. Because if you can get on the L, if you can take an Uber, you cool. Okay. Ooh, that's good, that's why I said the standard is just simple housing. As long as you got your place covered, if I can't come to your house because your grandma don't want me downstairs, <laughs> baby, you, so loud. <laughs> you got a pillow. <laughs> I just need to know you got your little yeah. nook in your corner, okay? At this moment, I'm going to agree to her standard um, for those who are so, uh, shall we say, established. Mm. Okay, for the uh, others, there are other criteria automatically. In terms of the standard. Because you, what you're saying is for everybody who's established, I will 100% agree that those standards become a, a problem when the other can't meet that. Mm. Uh, you know, they become a shall we say a burden, if you will, to the relationship. So I have a question. What if there's what if there's a situation where there's a person that has their own place, has a job, has a car, but they work it full time at say <clears throat> say for instance McDonald's, but they got their own crib, they got their own house, car, house is paid for. And the other thing is it may not be in a decent neighborhood, but you date somebody who's established also in say for instance Bronzeville, nice place, has its own car, has a decent job. There is a definite mismatch with regard to their economic status, potentially. Mm, okay. And the question is whether that is acceptable to the parties or not. Because the question becomes, are y'all looking at just a you know, for most people, the dating evolves to something else. You know, we're having a, a more intimate relationship, and it is not just us living a separate, but we're living together. So what does that mean at a later date? Because if I'm bringing a shanty, and you've got a um, an estate, mm-hmm. does that match up, or is that acceptable? In certain people's world, it does. Mm-hmm. Correct. Like we know, and that was something I was going to touch on. Um, I was able to look up a survey, and for the men, the question was, would they date unemployed women? And they were at a higher rate. They were at forty-two percent. They yeah. would date unemployed we, we, women. We're not as disturbed by that. Exactly. So there is a gender difference when it comes mm-hmm. into these standards, and specifically when I was talking about dating, I'm just talking about the dating portion. Like the actual process of dating, which requires money, it requires a car, it requires time. Actually, again, from a particular vantage point, mm-hmm. if you're sitting down at the broke level, you'll come up with a way to do it without all that money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and, and see, a lot of people forget that whatever vantage point that they're looking at, mm-hmm. it's from usually from their vantage point, as opposed to we got all these other economic levels, mm-hmm. and they're doing the same thing. Uh, it's just how they go about doing it. Because you can actually have a cheap date if you want to go that route. Yeah. You know, and a cheap date could just be gathering the friends, have a, a party. You know, we have popcorn, movie night. You know, just kind of get the gang together kind of moment. Mm-hmm. You know, or just go out and just kind of look at the park, or walk down the party. You, you, all sorts of cool romantic things can be done. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think that I think that wherever you are, well, two things. The type of dates are important just to see like the person is actually like taking intention to like what their intention is do they actually want you you want to have a good experience or like if you don't want that you just like want one thing then like say that but like Mm -hmm. the person actually wanting you to like feel appreciated and loved and having that like that courtship experience i think that there's levels but you can plan an inexpensive date and not be about like what well, we were talking about is like like spending one hundred and fifty dollars or, or fifty. But then yeah, when you get to a certain point where like you might be like at the three month level, four month, and you want to do that, like 
I think both people want to feel that like we can experience whatever I mean. And I think women look for um, the intentionality behind feeling like they're you know pursued in whatever capacity. But absolutely, you can you can you can plan an expensive and and it still be just about like you being with that person. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be the the performance of dating, which you know some people oh, some people perform well. well. They, they perform well, but it was all about an alternative. Uh, yeah. Serviceable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interior motives, man. No, and I, I agree because it is. The survey also made it kind of concerning, too, because when they asked women, 42% of them were on the fence about dating somebody unemployed. So it made me really question, like, why is there such a difference? I mean, I get the patriarchal sense of it all. Like, yeah. the man feels like he needs to be this man. But then at the same time, it's like, well, why is it that she's making a certain amount? but doesn't feel comfortable enough to date him through some of it as well. My sense is that we actually care in a weird sort of way about can we deal with you separate from all the other stuff. Hmm. Yeah, and the women are looking at a lot more than we're looking at, quite frankly, in general. Okay, so then that's an unequal yoke relationship at that no, point, right? No, it's unequal with regard to our uh, what we're looking for. In other words, y'all may have a list like this. Mm. My list may be like this. That list is small, people. Okay. <laughs> yes. My, the list is small. Because at the end of the day, it's like, can I get along with you? Um, and, you know, do I find you attractive? Mm. You know, as a you know, really basic stuff. Do you not, do you, do you drive me nuts as in, I can't stand your ass and I need you to go away somewhere um, on a regular basis? If I can, if I'm pleased with you overall, then for the most part, we're good. Mm. The question is, are you good with me? Because y'all have a bigger list. Mm. I, you know, nine times out of ten, the, the guys are, you know, I think the women leave more than the guys do. Because y'all got a bigger list. I know y'all got a bigger list. Y'all got more people chasing after y'all regularly. I, I would, if, if I was dating a guy or if he was trying to court me and let's say he lost his job or didn't like, um, if he had good intentions and if if I saw him actually like not just trying to be a bum or not right. trying, I think that anybody could be unemployed. Right. So I think that, you know, that is like a genderless experience that, you know, we don't have to cast. But from from what you were saying, like it is it is unbalanced. But if um if he was actually trying to like work towards himself and he, he genuinely was interested in me, I would absolutely you know, try to give him a chance, but um, sometimes the man could also feel, um, I remember once I was in that situation and it didn't even work out because he was feeling like, let me just like not waste her time because like, you're a good girl, but he he just didn't have the motivation for himself to, to get on where he wanted to be and then you know, after a couple months, it was just like, you know, he just kind of ghosted me. But he, mm. he wasn't, you know, I was like, I wasn't even thinking of like, oh, but I was like, he seems like a good guy. I'm gonna give him a chance. I, I, I tried to approach it differently, but um, I just saw that like he wasn't really trying. And then um, I remember one time, like even trying to just like offer like, I'll give you a ride to the train station. That was caring but I could tell that like sometimes men their pride levels are different if they want to be like that you know provider or just leading and um it just depends on what's happening yeah, no. and what you what you want to bring is I think it's okay for a man to want to provide but you know you have to just be where you are and wherever you are in life and try and if somebody wants to accept you if you're genuine, I think it happens, but nobody should be walked over. Yeah, no, and it don't seem like you did. It, it, you did mm-hmm. explain that he, you know, was financially struggling, but he had a car. You know, he had the ability to take you somewhere. So that's why I was referencing the standard of it all, is that at least there's something there so that it's not just completely lopsided. Like, they're completely leaning on you. They're walking in the front door telling you, I can offer you care and respect and generosity. I'm, I'm going to go one step further on the relationship. I don't know how many think about how we would be as a couple. 
as part of that discussion about dating doesn't always have to lead to couples. I, I get that, but I, I grant that that is an issue because that is part of where the people are. Some's like, no, I never want to get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I, we can have what we have this, for this moment, and that's good enough. <laughs> um, and others, you know, if you don't want to go there at all, then we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, there's some okay. very extreme people. So mm-hmm. that should be part of the discussion that very few people ever have a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> this brings me to my game portion. <laughs> Okay, guys. So I want to play a little blind date with you guys because at oh, the end of the no. day, those five standards are very real, and like I said, they come in various forms. Yes. <laughs> so, you can take three. Let me take two. You ain't been talking. You take one. <laughs> now you read your blind dates and you tell me how you feel about them. Start us off, number one. Yeah, you're reading. You tell me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Don't you start. <laughs> apartment in Hyde Park, Lexus truck, no job, freelance work, uh, lack verbal conversation, but heavy texter. <laughs> What's her name? She covered. This is cool with me. <laughs> What's her number? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it started at Lexus truck. That's what y'all <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> started right at Lexus truck. There's nothing that you be upset about at the moment. No, I mean. So I, I like it. Like she's, I, mean, <laughs> I like her. She's a freelance work, so she's motivated. She has her own thing going, so she has the entrepreneurial mind. So, um, and there she can think. Yeah, and she likes verbal conversation. Well, okay, so yeah. let's, no, okay, let's ask this. What does that mean? Right. So she doesn't, just like Morella was explaining no, earlier about the person who doesn't know how to sit there in front of you and talk to you like a normal wait, person. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying this that? is their norm. So um, it may not even be as much close contact with that person because they don't feel that comfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that could be a problem. Yeah, exactly. Because like when, 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 when I read like verbal conversation and being read a heavy text, I don't think they're like, they don't like to talk on the phone, but they're cool talking on the phone. That's what I thought. Like, so if we, if we, we go on a date and like we sit across from each other and all you're doing is like staring around and not saying nothing, then yeah, like... Like, I remember the story you told us about the dude. You know, I can even deal with, okay, they don't start a conversation, but if they can engage something, right. <laughs> like if I say something, I can say something off the wall, and I'm sure we can be able to talk about something here. Yeah, okay. Like his women in basement. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta have one available to me, okay? Save those women, please. <laughs> Someone who lives in a repurposed van but is banking. Um, what's important to me is uh, their type of um, or what they would call or consider important. Mm-hmm. So they have enough money to do whatever to do whatever they want to do. They choose to live in a repurposed van because it's not about being broke at this point. Mm-hmm. They're relatable and they're able to talk to me, 
this is something that they've chosen to do, and this is how they're relating to other people by living in their repurposed van. Can I get with that? Can I deal with that? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'll give it a try too. Yeah. Even with the minimalism? Well, that's the question. That's, that's, that's where it became. That's, no, no. That minimalism became a point of concern. Mm-hmm. Only for one way, in one sense. So long as they're not imposing that upon me, oh, we're good. Right. That but that's fine. Okay. That but if, the moment they impose it upon me, me we have a problem. Because I'm relatively. Well, no, I'm not a minimalist. Mm-hmm. But, I'm not a minimalist at all. Yeah. But, right, but that person does not believe in the need for all of this extra. So, so, so like, right. but like if they, they impose that Christmas upon me, and holidays, all that's going to be a whole oh, different that, story. That, that's not an issue for me, especially in the van. Will she leave the van and come in the house? <laughs> okay, <'cause laughs> but, but when y'all, but see, you didn't took the relationship into like marriage sometimes. Oh no, no, so no, 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 if, if, married, no, no if, if we're having a dating, and can she come into the house periodically? Oh, we got her. So long as she comes in the I think house, she got legs. We, 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 they're making it work. <laughs> she got legs. <laughs> she got legs. <laughs> <laughs> she can take a stroll. Uh, she's not gonna hop like a. Uh, she's gonna take a stroll. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take a nice moonlit walk to the basement. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 but has communal space, has a nine to five job and pay. Uber advocate is relatable, but not a conversationalist. What? Mm. You said Uber, avid, yeah, Uber yeah, advocate? Uber advocate. Advocate. They, they Uber. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah. But they're not a conversationalist. Mm-hmm. Not a conversationalist, but they're relatable. How do you get to relatable <laughs> and not a conversationalist again? You know, That's a serious situation. Like you can know people who like, Y'all connect in terms of interest and hobbies, mm-hmm. but that person doesn't know how to verbalize any of that to you. So, you know, that's really difficult for me because, like, if you met artists, like true mm-hmm. artists, some of them are like that, where they mm-hmm. don't really know how to talk outside mm-hmm. of a paintbrush. Or, but dance. They, they can talk within their paintbrush. Within the paintbrush, yes. Okay, so if I were to engage a topic in the context of their paintbrush, as in painting a scene and. Come on, Reggie. What am I doing? You're poking. Exactly. Up. What am I doing? How long is that going to last? Exactly. Because that gets that's, old. That's actually work. Mm-hmm. That gets, yeah. After a while, it becomes very lopsided. Mm-hmm. Now you're, like, carrying the conversation yeah, the entire time. You literally have to communicate yeah. always, with you It's always dependent sucks. upon you. <laughs> yeah. It's exhausting. Just, hey, baby, how you doing? Good. Yeah, right. I can almost deal with that, though. Really? Oh. It's like, yeah, I, I no. mean, if, if, they can, yeah, if they can no. talk, maybe, let's say, just once a week, I could probably deal with that. But they can't do it at all, that would be a problem. If they can't do it at all. Yeah, no, I would assume Because I can go for a certain issue. amount of quiet. I can get in my work. That's not really a big deal. But you didn't get in a relationship, so this person can sit there and be, you know what? Never and mind. just stare and just stare. 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 And um, I want to get into our Facebook page. Uh, follow us on Perspective Podcast, Shameless Plug, and Instagram, same thing. And we recently created a post, and that post was a little vague, but it boomed in terms of comments and shares and likes. Uh, so it depicted a man who was on a date with a woman. We don't know whether or not he asked her or if they just decided to link up or whatnot. But the comment or the meme itself said that she wouldn't have sex with him, so he asked to go Dutch. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yes, I saw that. And I noticed that the room was split straight down the middle when it came to comments. The women was over here calling him all types of names. The men were over here trying to understand why they was getting called all these names. Well, well, see, I, I get one instance where, because yeah, I actually made a comment, and I can understand that some women are feeling like they're being there's an attempted purchase here, and it's on the cheap. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I, I know no one wants to go in the wholesale rack, okay? I, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want the wholesale rack. We, we don't even want the idea of being purchased, you know, for a lot of people. That just, that doesn't set right. Mm-hmm. You know, even though a lot of our engagements are about 
how much money is available to do whatever such that there is a certain amount of money involved in the, uh, shall we say, transaction. Because <laughs> ultimately, it kind of it let me look at it like dating is a bartering system. Mm-hmm. It, it, we, it we don't like do, to say it that way, but it yeah. truthfully is a bartering system. Really? Yeah, I mean, think about it. If a, if a dude want to have sex with a woman, they can go buy a prostitute or they be like, well, she's cute. Let me take her on a couple of dates and then maybe I'm going to get there. And that's what that clip comes from. It's like, can you come back to my crib? So him doing that, um, splitting the check. That's bogus in my opinion. That's That's hella petty. But now, that's why I'm saying, what makes it petty? Is it petty because of the assumption that men are supposed to be the provider? Oh, no, no. It's petty because of the order. Mm -hmm. If if he had done the Dutch up front, there'd be no issue. Exactly. Doing it after the fact of the decline, it has a... An issue with But then you added a context to it. Now the assumption is that he asked her on a date, which the meme never said that. And it's also an assumption that she never led him on. Now, how many men can speak to being on a date with a woman and she was only there because she wanted something to eat? Right. Queen and slim. Mm -hmm. She clearly looked him right in the face and was like, I'm hungry. Done. He thought he was gonna get some that night. And oh no, really bad. <laughs> yeah, so, so, Sorry, I, I spoiled that a little bit, y'all. I, I, you should I see it by that. now. <laughs> you should have seen it by now. <laughs> I mean, you can appreciate somebody who's blunt because at least you know what time it is, and uh, you're not wasting your time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, and you're feeling generous, okay? If you're not, okay. You're weak with it. I guess I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how did how did the conversation even even come with the fact of asking um, to get some pussy or to get well, some dick. Oh, Sorry. In the video, you said what? In the video, he was saying, "Are you coming back to my place?" Or, Are you okay. Yeah. Right, and then she was like, "No, I'm cool." He was and like, then, cool. "Okay, who are you back?" Right, he just went Dutch down the middle. But like, women were really very. I'm very sorry, these are her drinks. <laughs> <laughs> he split that off. He said that lobster back. No, that's not mine. <laughs> Give her her. She ate well. She ate well. That's hers. She ate well. To not come home. <laughs> I'm not being rewarded for this meal. Okay, I'm sorry. We should be doing this. I think it's important to. I think sometimes like that whole system get so lost in the sauce when dating. And of course, like, nobody just wants to like, you know, just, you don't just empty your bank account somebody. But the the whole like, art and old fashionedness of like dating is lost. It's not the same. But there are, there are people that still have like, you know, expectations, blah, blah, blah. And there are men that like, will like, that's not like a question. But I think it's safe to say that, okay, if you, connecting with somebody, then it don't have to be the first one. Um, look, we were talking about this before. It could be tea or something that's not like the big $70 check. Exactly. But if you do want to, I think if you do want to like say, hey, go Dutch, I don't think it's wrong to talk about that. Like, what do you want to do? Like, hey, we're going to go do karaoke or, or paintballing. Okay, so was it just the pettiness of it all? Or was yeah. it the fact that he said he wanted to go Dutch after it? I think definitely the pettiness. Yeah, that was yeah. It's, it's the order. Like I said, yeah. the order messed up everything. No, the pettiness being that he asked, and then she was like, no, and then he was like, okay, cool. Exactly, that's yeah. the order problem. Yeah. Oh, right, right, the order in which it goes. Yeah, yeah. So because if, if we Dutch beforehand, now that's established. Now would you like to come home with me? That's separate. But then what makes it any different from I done took you out on three dates and then you still give me some ass? You, 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 you mean don't give you ass? You, you, no, you get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's the, it's still a system in which these things are happening. Except you don't have the, this, you know, this, shall we say, direct link mm-hmm. uh, to money uh, presented you know, on your behalf to the sex. Because you also have the idea of we've had a good time. We've got a connection potentially. You can add all these other aspects mm. separate from you just been bought and paid for. You know, because the bought and paid for is something that most, uh, you know, I'm assuming most, will be disturbed about. Now, I grant there might be some people who's like, I don't really care so long as I got my, you know, you did it for me and you keep doing it for me. I'll pay you, you can pay all day to keep me around. Okay. 
I don't think there are very many of those. Um, at least I'm hoping not. I think one of my questions that, <laughs> <laughs> one of my questions that I kind of pulled out when I was looking at it was, is it okay for us to assume, even though we live in like a two income household these mm-hmm. days, that he can cover all of the expenses? You said, is it okay for us to sleep? But nobody cared about that. Yeah, no, you In the post, no one cared about right. his occupation. Everybody just kept looking at it one way. The women was all calling him types of rapist. He was a rapist <laughs> <laughs> on that post, okay? Excuse me, the fact that he asked, it was not right. And the men were like, but, but she played me. Yeah. She played me out of what I, we can only assume he had an expectation. Right, he yeah. felt played and he was like, well, I'm gonna play my card. Hear your side of the check. That, that's the yeah. thing. Like that entire video is not. It's full of assumptions. Like we don't know anything right. beforehand. We don't know how long they're dating. Only but, problem that I had with it was the order. That's it. I, gotta, I don't think <laughs> I saw that. I gotta check. I saw a picture, but maybe Orders I didn't realize it was a video. But um, I'll, I'll, I'm definitely. Yeah. Are they like that? What Applebee's or? Uh, <laughs> Also, there's a video. We posted a meme. So if there's a video out there, y'all need to shoot that. We didn't see a video. We only posted a meme. Yeah. Like I said, order is everything. Because changing the order changes the context. Because he's not allowed to be petty. Well, petty... Let's just say petty will say no to the uh, others that you were were looking for. Uh, Best avoided. Uh, (laughs) Because it, it may have been not now, mm-hmm. as opposed to never, which is what the pettiness will generate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the flip side of that, it brought up the conversation of Cardi B and Offset's divorce. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. swirling... That's what I have to think about. But I'm specifically speaking about in reference to the men having this responsibility on their heads that nobody gave to them except them. Mm-hmm. So when it came to the Cardi B and Offset divorce, the swirling con- controversy wasn't surrounded around their infidelity, but around her song lyrics. So everybody kept throwing shots about the I don't cook, I don't clean. But I still got the ring. But I still got that ring. So I, and, and it made me think to myself, okay, what are people really saying then? Like why is there an expectation for him to cover the bill, but there's no expectation for her to cook or clean to maintain said ring? Hmm. Yeah. Um, probably because so many of us met many of y'all today who can't cook. Mm. But also, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Grandma ugly, damn. What they call me? Okay. Ooh. I mean, it's actually not in relationship. My Alfredo is shaking. <laughs> it could have been a, a marriage that was like staged, or you know, we, we know sometimes how all these celebrities are, but mm-hmm. I mean, they do have a child now, so. They're always going to be tight. And he has four other kids. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, right. that's a lot. I mean, for, a, for a, a young woman, Cardi's like 28, mm-hmm. I think. For a young woman, I mean. I think they, she's younger than that, actually. Yeah, so she, they both can have, they'll have options, but maybe it was just like Chloe an did. experience that they like, they did it for a couple of years and she, you know, she has her whole life ahead of her. And, um, did he? It was like that he cheated, right? That's what I'm saying. If the conversation okay. wasn't surrounding infidelity, why did it all come back to her not cooking mm-hmm. and cleaning? Right. I, think I, think she, I was going to say, I know she made a comment about it. Was it, it had nothing to do with infidelity. It just had to do with they were arguing too, so much to the point where she just didn't, didn't like who they were becoming. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I remember reading yeah. So I'm sorry. Okay, so so, so the, it was an open relationship, effectively, because that wasn't an issue for her. No, it was not an open relationship. <laughs> no, I don't know. I say effectively, if no one's really upset about the infidelity, then apparently it's that wasn't the issue for them. Was, but, but first off, I don't know these people. Mm. Like, second, like, what I want to bring up is, like, people that pay attention to the song lyrics are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. For one, I don't know if she wrote them. Two, even if she did, it rhymes. Mm-hmm. Three, like we don't know what the hell she does in my home. Like she probably cooked her ass off, you know. Like so, it's like you can't take the song lyrics as they are because people make up song lyrics because it, it, it goes right. It fits. Mm-hmm. It fits. But we have to speak to the fact that society brought the conversation up yeah. the same way they brought that conversation up in the post, yeah. where they were saying that men should be he should pay regardless. 
And I'm like, I'm, I'm not mad at him at the end of the day for being petty. I mean, if that's what he want to do, fine. I don't mm-hmm. have to be mad at you because you, you know, you know I'm not going to go home with you. You tell me we're going Dutch, and that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Wouldn't that petty be infuriating later? Wouldn't that be, you know, at a certain point? Round Would I call you back after you get Absolutely. it? Probably no. not. Yeah. So, yes, that was upset. No, but. Probably yeah. not. You were but that's cool there. It's cool because you can. But it kind of ends things then. Mm-hmm. And, okay. And, and remember, but it's still honest at the end of the mm-hmm. day, you know, because like we go through these processes where we meet a guy and we sit down with him and we do all of this jargon and talking and stuff, mm-hmm. and then by the end of it, you three months in and you like a clown, like Girl. <laughs> a clown. Hold on, and you were talking about me. <laughs> All of this time, mm-hmm. if he comes to the excuse, front excuse, door. Excuse. Hold, hold on, hold on. Do not consider it a waste. It was an educational moment about what not to deal with. Thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah. That's <laughs> that is true. And you have okay. to remember also when, when Cardi first made that song with Megan, she mentioned that it was a song to bring women together and empowering. But you got to think of Megan and Cardi as like. They both are skilled rappers. I don't agree with the whole image and stuff, but they. They, they enjoy doing the music that they do. Mm-hmm. They are women that can have probably, you know, whatever they want, whoever they want. And if we see them in a sincere relationship, maybe it'll be with somebody that's not, like, it's not just about what we see. We can't actually believe all of that. For some people, yeah. celebrity is a deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the, the stuff that comes with celebrity is no joke. And Cardi also, not to keep talking about her, but... On her Instagram page, the stuff that she does live, like she she tries to get involved with like politics and like you see, I I've seen her broadcast like stuff that she's doing and mm-hmm. parties. Like she showcased wholesome things about mm-hmm. like Offset and stuff like that. Exactly. So maybe it was like a disagreement mm-hmm. in like like we were reading because it seemed at least from certain things that were showcasing like they're both. He's not even thirty yet and. Yes, where kids like it seemed like they they had some lovable moments, mm-hmm. enough, you know, to have kids. So that's maybe hopefully in their thirties they'll make some. some right, some better decisions at the end of the day. It, it's those a life lessons that you learn. Right, you know, I mean, she had to learn it however it best be. But I use them as a you know an example, yeah. just to show that there is a serious difference when it comes to gender mm-hmm. and standards. Because like a guy will look at it a certain I, way. I, and I, a woman I guess I have to ask the question. Do you expect it will ever be equal on that front? That's ultimately the question I'm trying to ask. It's like, in and, reference to the guy... And quite frankly, I don't expect that there ever be a perfect balance. But then where is the shift happening? Like, there's a lot of gender changes that are happening. Not even mm-hmm. just on the LGBT community and how they see and label it. I'm talking about in reference to just how money is being moved, about the expectations in the household. Like, he ain't just got to take the trash out no more. Okay. okay. Now I'm expected to take the trash out, too. Because we in this house. I'm, I'm going to say, right, right, right. Right. say the ugly that, that hasn't been said as much as it should be. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're in a state of what I'll call an ugly flux. Because we don't have any, quote, set rules. There used to be relatively set rules. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's trying to figure out what the what to do. So you got a lot of fumbling trying to figure it out. Because the moment you get to, uh, I'm no longer uh, your lord and master, if you will, in terms of how your life is supposed to go. Oh, you need to get started. <laughs> these are my properties. <laughs> I own these women and these seven sheep. But that's changed. So, and we're supposed to be equals. The question is, how do you divvy that up? And for some, uh, that comes, you know, the, the uh, shall we say, partnership comes naturally. Mm-hmm. For others, partnerships are difficult because they don't know how to bridge the gap on what should or should not be compromised, what they will or they will not accept as being a point of compromise. And not, most of us don't know ourselves well enough to know what all the things that will cause a problem down the line are. I mean, you discover all sorts of things. Like, uh, I didn't know the snoring would be that bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you find out that you value sleep. <laughs> 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 oh, my so ears I also think that it's important to, to people, like, their, their values and traditions and how they want the partnership to be is important because 
There are, um, and I, I just think of like, like there, I grew up Muslim. There are men in the nation of Islam where like, it's clearly like, I would never let my woman pay for anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. You know, I think, I think there are people that are Christian or, or Muslim mm-hmm. or whatever that though people are still out here like believing in God and there are also things and customs and cultures that people still do. While also I feel that roles, some people, not all, they don't know. But I think between two people, mm-hmm. if you like, if the man is like, I got this day, of course, in the household, women might be doing more things. But then like, there's a number of women that have more education and mm-hmm. are career women. So like, those are things and specifically like black women. Like, so we're in this, we're in this space, but I think that two people can still come together and say, like, okay, like, if I'm marrying a man, like, this is what, we're going to figure out what works for us in our household, especially mm-hmm. if we bring kids into the situation. I don't think it has to be confusing. I just think it depends on the two people's compatibility and maturity, because mm-hmm. there are women, like I said, I grew up Muslim, and in the nation of Islam, and just Islam in general, like, men are still like i'm taking care of this and there are women that are educated and are here in the working world that they know like okay like mm-hmm. if i'm gonna stay home and be part-time or i'm working and we're both just balancing in this give and take so i don't think everything is lost ladies question to you mm-hmm. how much less can the guy make and still be acceptable <laughs> roughly if you were to give an estimate Oh. How much less can you make? Yes. So let us say you're making hundred thousand. Mm. Can he make fifty and still okay? Yeah. 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 He can make fifty yeah. and be okay. Yeah. As long as he's okay. Yeah. His then, attitude has to be yeah, yeah. in order. I, I his his attitude must be in what order. It has to be. In well, order. he had. I think what she's trying to say is he has to be stable enough and his like secure enough in his own self to mm-hmm. to not let the gap of wages be a problem because yeah. Yeah. a lot of men tend to be like oh well, she thinks she running me or she running she running the show and and i, I wear the pants so some well, some men can't handle that i have to say that it's kind of weird but guys tend to be more at least in general tend to be more deferential to the women with regard to handling the money even if they're making them more of the money mm-hmm. and could y'all deal with the reverse if he's basically at home Oh, if he's the house mom. Correct. If he's the house mom. I'm not gonna lie. I, I probably would would like that. <laughs> you take care of the house. You cook. All I gotta do is work and just pay the bills. Really? If I had children, if I had children, I'd be down. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nobody. It's me. And my house stay clean. <laughs> so I agree. If I had children, and if um, no, go to work. <laughs> if our jobs were, I gotta suffer through eight hours. He gotta suffer through eight hours. If our jobs were demanding to the point, like I read an article about this recently. This was like last year. There was a mom. She was like a doctor, and then the the, the the her husband started his own like tech business. And their kids were like at a certain age, like really young, where like they had to change the way they did things. Like she was like. Clearly, she wasn't about to quit being a surgeon, but like he was able to like work from home with his business, and he was they were like equals, but it just worked better. They had to switch things because um, just because of their kids and yeah, him, he he was the house person, mm-hmm. and he and that worked out. But he still was the man, you know. Mm-hmm. But it just depends on the lifestyle. Okay, now I, I'm realizing because based on the survey that and the rate how things are going, women by and large have the potential to be uh, more economically capable, the way things are going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which translates into more women, if that attitude remains, will be less likely to find what they're looking for. Because the If they're not willing women, to date down. Yes. I, I hate using the term dating mm-hmm. down. Well, it's not, it's not it's somebody who has more or less economic capacity at that moment in time. Well, in that regard, there's a community that's opening up about on the opposite side of that called hypergamy. But these are women who heavily listen to the Cardi B's and the Meg Thee Stallions and believe that 
he's supposed to come in and take care of it. Give the bag, throw the bag. And what that's become hypergamy. Mm-hmm. Look that one up. So yeah, it's a YouTube <laughs> community of because like the, the community got split on YouTube between like uh, and I bring them up all the time, the MGTOW movement. So these are the men who don't believe in doing any of that type of stuff. All of that extra dating and stuff, they don't really believe in that anymore, don't really care for marriage. And then the hypergamy women are the women who are looking for the ring, who are looking for the, the gold, the salary, the cars, and the clothes mm. behind it. Mm. So that's why I said that there's a lot of shift in dynamic. It's either extreme to that side, or now it's so it, it's so meshed in between each other. Now you really don't know too much of how to operate. Because I've been on dates with guys before. Well, the beauty of that is, mm. you given that we have this nice diversity, if you can be honest up front, you can move on and find what you're looking for. If you have, mm-hmm. we have those kind of extremes, because mm-hmm. there's always continuum in between. There's opportunity. If you don't waste your time trying to be nice without just saying how it is so you can get to that. Mm-hmm. And I think also sometimes, like, we forget, we forget, we cast our, our spectrum, like, so, like, communal and narrow, like, sometimes, like, if the person isn't, in your community, like you, you can meet somebody. There's a big old world out here, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes we get like stuck with like the city that we're at. Like, you know, you could make a long distance relationship work, and that person end up coming to you, or vice versa. And I think sometimes we just forget that like Chicago is not, you know, these cities we're, we're not limited to the cities we're in to finding that. Like, there are there's somebody out there for everybody. I don't believe that. But we can hope. Well, let's end on that good note. <laughs> that there are some people out there for you, me, and even oh, Reggie. Okay. okay. <laughs> there is someone for everyone. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said that was quick. Uh, so, that was hella quick. I don't believe that. Uh, but, um, no. Okay. No. <laughs> Some of us will have cats. <laughs> lots and lots of cats. <laughs> Shout out to Fufu. <laughs> All right, so um, any final words before we close out, guys? Any final words? Any final words? Mm. Yeah, the best I can say is, you oh, know, Reggie. hey, you said final words. You said final words. No, no, I wouldn't. too much I'll scare them off or so I'll just I'll just be to myself but ultimately like you said I think it's literally just about just communicating and being expressive of what you want literally like you said up front um, instead of having the the what's the word I'm looking for instead of just being stuck in in in, in your head about well will he like me or will she like me well you know you have to get past that so communication key Everybody good? Anybody want to plug anything? Any Instagrams? I'm not. Just go in with an open, honest mind. Try, but like, don't. If you ever feel like you're wasting your time, just move on. Like, if you ever have to think like I deserve better than you do after you've given it a try, and be mm-hmm. open to, um, you know, write down what you're looking for and manifest it. And like the person that you're looking for, like we ask God for it. Be ready when they like actually are in front of you. They might not like be like, like he might be. You might say he's dark skinned, but he might be a couple shades like darker or lighter. But like, really, really realize it when you see it in front of you, and don't mm-hmm. don't stop until you find that. Happiness. Don't settle. A lot of people aren't there. Sure. Uh, am I waiting on you to finish right Well, it's a notable. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was listening to what she said. Different religious views, okay. In reference to requirements? Absolutely. Is that acceptable? 
Hmm. I know it. Must they be a Muslim? Must they be a Christian? Must mm. they be a non-believer? Mm. These are the questions. <laughs> that's a Tyler Perry movie that comes out. That's a whole conversation. That seemed like another topic. I like that one. We're going to have to hold on to it. But I definitely appreciate all of you guys being here, congregating with me. Um, to all of the prospective listeners, please follow us on all social media outlets, Facebook and Instagram. And thank you for being here and listening to us today. <laughs> Wash your hands. Be safe out there in these streets. <laughs> okay. I didn't terrorize anybody too badly, right? <laughs>